The final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Not the Zach open three. It's good. Got it! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. 82-57, BYU gets the win tonight over Northwestern State. Welcome in to Cougar Post Game Live. Remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Simply mention BYU50, or you can use the online promo code BYU50 at papajohns.com tomorrow, and you're going to receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location. Let's update you on other action earlier today. Before the men's game at the Marriott Center, it was BYU women's basketball in action. They were taking on California. The Cal Bears. The Bears win this one in Provo. 70-52 is the final score. The Cougars now 1-1 on the season. They'll be back in action Saturday afternoon, a 1 o'clock tip-off mountain time at the Marriott Center against Eastern Washington. All right, top 25 games. One going on now. One is a final. We will start with the action currently going on in Knoxville. Number five, Tennessee, leading Georgia Tech. 56-42 is the score with just under six minutes to go in the second half. Earlier tonight, number 22, LSU, defeating Memphis 85-76. LSU now 3-0 and on the season. Other action tonight involving West Coast Conference teams. Pepperdine at Northern Colorado. A little over a minute to go in this one in Northern Colorado with an 83-76 to 76 lead over the Pepperdine Waves. Also, LMU at home hosting Cal State Northridge or CSUN, I believe is what they like to be called now. Five minutes to go in the second half. And LMU with a 79-64 to 64 lead. Also, Pacific, it's halftime. They lead Stanislaus State by a score of 45 to 24. One other local team was in action tonight. That would be the Utah State Aggies. They were hosting Mississippi Valley State. Aggies get the win in Logan. 94-59 is the final score. Coming up next, we'll check out the night in the National Basketball Association. Your final tonight from the Marriott Center had BYU defeating Northwestern State 82-57. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard with you. BYU getting the win tonight at the Marriott Center, 82-57 over Northwestern State. It's time for the Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America donates $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made seven three-pointers for a total of $350, bringing the donation total for the season to $900. And $50. Nice job, Cougars. A nice job, Mountain America Credit Union. NBA scores tonight. Two games going on. Fourth quarter action at the Pepsi Center in Denver. It's a little bit of a shocker. The Houston Rockets leading the Denver Nuggets 106-91. to Denver playing so well to start the year. The Rockets not so much, but with 3-10 to go, it looks like Houston's going to hang on. They lead by 15. Again, 106-91. James Harden with 22 points, 5 rebounds, and 11 assists. Also a little bit of a shocker, but it's just the beginning of the second quarter. I don't think anybody would expect this lead to hold. 
10.54 to go in the second quarter. The Atlanta Hawks leading at Golden State 25-20. Kent Bazemore with seven points, one rebound and assist to lead Atlanta. Kevin Durant with 11 points, three rebounds, and one block for the Golden State Warriors. And a final from earlier tonight, the Cleveland Cavaliers picked up their second win on the season. They are now 2-11. They win at home over the Charlotte Hornets 113-89. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break. Back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Provo, 82-57. BYU gets the win, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. TJ into a three left side. Good. Oh, man, alive. What a shot from TJ Haas. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It is time now for our Sport Court Courtside interview. And tonight we are joined by Dalton Nixon. Dalton with a career high tying 15 points as BYU defeats Northwestern State by a score of 82-57. to 57. Dalton, thanks for coming on once again. Yeah, it's good to be back. Game by game, seems like the team's getting better and better. Thoughts? Yeah, definitely. Um, this was a good opportunity for us to you know, see a, a different style of, of team, someone that pressures... And uh, someone that has a really good big guy, um, Ishmael Lane. He was, you know, he was a, a handful down low. But I think overall we played well. You know, you know, brought energy on the defensive end and shared the ball well on offense. And uh, overall, it was a good good night. Yeah, really nice night, Dalton. And uh, I know this segment should all be about you, my friend. But uh, I want to talk about Yoli a little bit. I mean, look at this line: 18 and 15. You see this guy every day in practice. Go against him, play with him. What makes him uh, such such a special player? He's he's a workhorse. Uh, I love playing with Yoli. He's he's someone that you know just he's in every play. Defensively, you know he attacks the the glass, and I love playing with him because you know he sees the floor and a lot of times you know on those back back cuts or dives to the basket, you know it really opens up. And so I think Yoli's a, a really good leader on the team. You know he's an, an incredible talent uh, that he's going to take us far this year. Gavin Baxter's given BYU some additional length uh, to th- this year, and he goes plus 13 in 16 minutes of play. And you see these flashes of what's going to make him a really good player for BYU moving forward. How's he coming along the way you look at it? He, he's he's really good. I've known Gavin, you know, just down the street. He went to Timview High School. Um, you know, he has so much length and so much athleticism that he really gives a different look. Uh, you know, when I'm in there guarding the post, you're not going to see those the flashy, you know, athleticism moves or, you know, high-flying blocks. And so it it gives a different look. And I think that he has a motor and, you know, he's really energetic and he's going to be a really good player here. And similar progression, too, for Connor Harding. He has 11 points tonight in his 19 minutes. And, again, these two freshmen are coming in and just kind of step-by-step working their way into things. Yeah, you know, they're they're mature mature and, uh, you know, they're going to be really good for us this year. You know, Connor's Connor's been shooting the ball well, brings a lot of energy offensively, defensively, love playing with him. And so, you know, those guys, they're going to be really helpful for us down the stretch. Dalton Nixon, our guest in our Sport Court Courtside interview. More with Dalton coming up after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
court, court, courtside interview continues now with Dalton Nixon. 15 points, couple of rebounds, assist, and a steal in 20 minutes of play as BYU defeats Northwestern State by a score of 82 to 57. And it's part of a, a three-game week, Dalton. Three games in five days with Earl Roberts coming in here on Thursday night. And so, uh, you know, it's it's a busy week, but I'm sure, like Dave, I think Dave told us last week, it's what these guys want is to play a lot of games. They don't mind three games in five days. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this week. Um, and, you know, the most important game now is the Oral Roberts game. And we're going to come in here and, you know, scout them and, and be ready to go. But what it, what it reminds me is, you know, the quick turnarounds of, like, the conference tournament down in Vegas. And, you know, you got to be – you got to get your body recovered. you got to be on to the next team. And so it requires a lot of mental focus um, as well as recovering your body this week. Speaking of that, by the way, you were playing against guys sometimes who were 6'8", 250, or 6'8", 260. How would that go? Uh, it was good. You know, I was looking at the scouting report. I was like, man, these these guys got some big guys. You know, I'm only 220 pounds, so they had 30, 40 pounds on me tonight. But you got to battle. Well, Dalton, you get the, the starting nod again tonight. I'm just curious, what are what are coaches telling you, why they do that, what they want from you out, out of that spot? You know, I... I think it's clear that I need to, you know, bring a lot of energy from the start. That's always been my role, you know, ever since I've come home from my mission is someone that can come on on defensive side of the ball as well as offensive and provide a spark, you know, get other guys going. And so um, that's the opportunity that I see is to, to come out here, whether it's off the bench or whether it's in starting role, to just, you know, get the get the team going, get the feel right, bring energy, you know, to the court so that we can be successful. Three-point numbers coming along. Uh, we know that the, the team is better than they've shown in the first couple of games. Not a great number tonight, but better than it's been. And so step-by-step, step, again, I think we're showing that this is a team of good shooters who will ultimately shoot a better number, right? I definitely think so. You know, I, you know, every day in practice, we shoot the ball well. We get shots that are open. And, that, and that's the thing that we, in these few games, we've gotten shots that, you know, we're comfortable shooting. We just need to step up and, and knock them down. Congrats on your first three of the season, by the way. Appreciate it. You know, it's good to always just see the ball go through the net. And you got a bunch of guys who can hit that shot, too, which is nice. Yeah, definitely. You know, our bigs can stretch the floor. Our guards are good shooters. So I think it just comes with, you know, being, sharing the ball, being on attack, and those shots will fall. All right, the biggest positive you'll take away from tonight into Thursday? Um, I think, you know, just the, the focus of a scouting report and executing again tonight. That gives us momentum to come in here tomorrow and have a good practice, be focused, and then, you know, do the same against a, a good Oral Roberts team. All right, good game. Nice job tonight, Dalton. We'll see you on Thursday. Thank you. All right, that is Dalton Nixon and tonight's Sport Court courtside interview brought to you by Sport Court. Champions start here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. The coach is coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Dave Rose. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Marriott Center, where almost 11,000 fans watch BYU defeat the Demons of Northwestern State, 82-57. A couple of magic numbers in play tonight. Uh, BYU improves to 195-26. and 26. That's an 88.3% win rate in the Dave Rose era when they score 80 or more. And when a team doesn't get to 60, well, Coach Rose's teams are a perfect 90-0 and 0 after tonight as the Demons score 57 and BYU wins it by 25. Coach Dave Rose joining us now courtside. Coach, congrats on the win. Thanks, Greg. I, you know, I thought that uh, Northwestern State did a good job of, uh, of mixing things up and trying to get us a little bit off our, our tempo and our pace. And, 
And, you know, especially early in the game, it caused us a lot of problems. We had a lot of turnovers trying to make decisions based on, uh, you know, not with it not just being really easy what we see every day as far as consistent uh, defensive pressure and what's going on and how to beat it. Um, and, you know, they, they jammed the outlet pass pretty good a couple times, and then they denied the outlet sometimes. Uh, and so when we got going, we were, we were a little bit late, and they had guys back already, and we didn't make really good decisions and took some – I mean, you know, we, we were, they were open shots, but we just took some quick shots that, uh, you know, maybe aren't at our pace. Uh, but I thought we settled down. We, you know, we turned the ball over ten times in the first half and only five in the second half. And, uh, and a lot of guys got involved offensively, which I, I thought was good. We moved the ball really well. And um, I, I just think that we're, we're, we're missing this rhythm offensively that we need to find and – and hopefully we'll be able to find that here in the, in the next day or two. Yeah, Demons played well. Uh, I thought it gave you a good game. This was a team that uh, struggled last year. They lost a couple of seniors like midstream, and they were a really young team. They went 4-25 and last year. I don't see a 4-25 and team this year. That's a good group, I think. Yeah, I think that, that you know he's got especially those inside guys. We yeah. knew that was good, and he's got a couple guys now that uh, you know look like they'll be able to shoot the ball well. And, and they drive it and share it. You know, I, you know Coach is a... Uh, we didn't really know how they were going to play. I kind of figured that they would come in and try to control the temple and not just run with us, you know, not just get the ball and go up and down the floor. And he did a nice job of uh, of mixing things up. And, and I think that uh, for us uh, early in the year that uh, we handled it okay, but I think that, you know, that needs to really improve. We need to be uh, a, a lot better decision makers, you know, once we get – you know, into into you know the areas to where we can make plays, uh, and not only on open shots, not only on on drives and kind of kicks out kickouts and rotation with our with our guards, but uh, also on when to attack and when to kind of get into our half court sets and and get rolling that way. We had Dalton on, had a tied a career high tonight. <laughs> continues to play well. What do you like about uh, Dalton in that starting role? Well, I think that uh, you know. The game is so different now where you're trying to get, you know, so much space for your guards to operate and for your big men to operate. It's, uh, I mean, I still really think there's a place for low post scoring, but, you know, they're hard to find, those low post scores. we got a good one in Yo, and and uh, and we're spreading that thing out. And when we get dulled on the perimeter, I think it opens things up a little bit more uh, for Yo in the post. But Yo made great plays tonight as far as, Finding other guys, finding Gav, you know, for a couple layups, finding uh, Dalt on a cut, you know, and, and drives. And so those are all, you know, parts of Yoli's game that he's really improved at. And um, and with the, the, the skill level of Dalt, I think it complements uh, him. And, and, and I think Gavin and, and even Colby, I, uh, you know, are guys that I think will really be able to play off of Yo. Um, and then Luke came in and gave his great minutes in the post defensively with those big guys. So uh, I, I hopefully we can we can find kind of a stable of guys that can give us some depth and, and keep us uh, with some rhythm. Uh, taking a place in that stable, Connor Harding and Gavin Baxter, they played the most bench minutes tonight, 19 for Connor and 16 for Gavin. I think as we talk with Dalton, kind of game by game, they're settling in. Yeah, and, and I think that, uh, you know, the, the, the minutes that uh, those two guys get on the floor, I mean, every, every, every minute is, is just – gives them more and more confidence and more comfortable as far as you know playing our system there's so many times where you know the positioning in the post with gavin is 
uh, you know, if he's on the high side or the low side, when to get behind, if we're going to double from the t- with the guard, or if we're going to bring a, uh, the opposite post guy maybe underneath from the baseline. We did a lot of that tonight. It'll be interesting to watch the film and see exactly how, you know, he uh, he, he, he kind of comprehends it all and digests it. He looked really comfortable out there playing, which is a really good sign. We're talking with Coach Dave Rose. We'll take a break and continue our conversation with the coach whose team defeats Northwestern State tonight by a score of 82-57. to 57. BYU shoots just under 50% on the night as they go to 2-1 and one on the year. More with Coach Rose next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back courtside here at the Marriott Center. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, and the head coach of the Cougars, said Dave Rose, as BYU defeats Northwestern State. Final score, 82-57. to Time now for a look at our big-time performance of the game, brought to you by the Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the MyRate checking account from Bank of American Fork. Yoli Childs gets the honor tonight. 18 points, 15 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks, and a steal. In 28 minutes of play, Yo was plus 16 in his time on the floor. And, uh, you know, there was a time last year, uh, most of the year, Dave, last year where St. Mary's would roll the ball out and we would just expect Jock Landale to end up with a double-double. <laughs> now we're kind of at that spot with you. We don't want to take it for granted. There will come a time when he doesn't have one, but, wow, three straight double-doubles to begin the season. He's playing so well for yeah, you. Yeah, and they, uh, you know, they had a good plan. They're trying to keep him away from the basket. They didn't want him to get his shoulders to the back to the basket. You know, a couple times he got it and, you know, threw that little hook shot up. But they were trying to make him all his decisions with his face to the basket, and I thought he handled that really well. You know, uh, he, uh, he he got the ball, you know, wasn't in a hurry, uh, made the open play when they brought a second defender. I think that's why he had so many opportunities to dish that thing on the baseline to Dalt and to, and to Gav and even Colby uh, Lee when he was in there because they were bringing that second guy just a little bit late, and they, they were kind of doing it a different way each time. He read it really well, played it a good pace. And uh, shared the ball, which uh, is just a real sign of maturity that he's moving moving forward. And a seven for twelve shooting night for Yo as well. Yep, and 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 you know that's what that one thing about Yo is that uh, you know especially right around the basket he has got a uh, just an unbelievable touch and his ability to put it up there on the rim and and have it bounce around and go in and then that gives other guys a chance to 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 jump up there and maybe rebound it and tip it. But uh, we we we've got him. You know, kind of in three or four different spots in the high post, kind of in the low block, out on the three-point line. We'll see where he kind of feels the most comfortable. And, and hopefully every game, dependent on the plan that the other team has for him, we can exploit that plan by using some of his versatility. Coach, I thought TJ also played very well, 12, 6, and 4, 34 minutes, just one turnover. He Played a, a game and a half where he was really struggling, but then in a game and a half where he's been really, really good. What are some uh, keys for TJ to play well? Well, I, I think that uh, with TJ, it's it's really it's all about pace. You know, he 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 really is a guy that wants to attack every single possession, and and sometimes that's available for him, and we need him to do that. And then, I mean, his ability to read what the defense is doing and then take advantage of it, I think it just continues to improve. But but uh, you know he he gets a, a little bit of confidence and believes um, you know in himself his his ability to make plays for others is is uh, something that's really pretty special and but but there's a lot of pressure on him to score and score you know a lot of points and so hopefully he can you know kind of manage that and uh, when he's shooting the ball like he is like the the last three halves uh, I think you're going to find a really confident um, aggressive guy. <laughs> 
Tonight's game was part of a four-game, four-team, multi-team event. You'll break away from that Thursday to bring in Oral Roberts. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, um, you know, talking about schedule. We talked a little bit about it after our pregame show today, Greg, but uh, this tournament was was, was kind of contracted a couple years ago, and, and things have really kind of changed in the scheduling world about uh, – um, you know, playing home games and road games, and you know the the, 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 RP, the RPI yeah. number or the net, yeah. the NET, whatever, right. the BPI, all those kind of things. And so, um, you know, this is uh, this is good for our guys to be able to play some home games and maybe find that rhythm that we're really looking for. Uh, um, you know, I, I think this Oral Roberts team is is, is will give us a maybe a tougher battle than we we had tonight. Uh, they, they've got a little bit more experience as far as being on the road. They played at TCU, they played a couple home games, and uh, and they've got a big guy inside who can really score and really rebound. So we'll kind of start from there. And other than that, I don't know a lot about them. Got to mm-hmm. find out between uh, now and Thursday when we play them. But uh, our coaches have a good plan in here. We'll review this game tomorrow. I think that it's important. Uh, maybe in the morning we'll get some of the guys in, watch the film, and then. By the time we get to 2.30, we'll get our plan in for Oral Roberts and then move forward. Well, there'll be game three of a six-game homestand for BYU coming up uh, Thursday night. Tomorrow night, even though Dave Rose thinks he spends enough time with me on the radio, uh, we're going to get an hour with Dave Rose on Behind the Mic with Greg Rubel tomorrow night. And it won't be like a pregame or a postgame show, a little different feel. And uh, Coach Rose will find that out when he settles into Studio 2 tomorrow night. So I'm honored to have Coach Rose with me tomorrow night. And then we'll have some more basketball on uh, BYU Radio Thursday as this uh, homestand continues. Coach, congrats on the win tonight, and we'll see you tomorrow. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it worth his while, I promise. All right, that's Coach Dave Rose, and he is behind the mic tomorrow night, 6-7 to 7 on uh, BYU Radio. We'll come back and say so long and hear from Coach uh, Mike McConaughey after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 82, Northwestern State 57. Tonight's final score in front of a 10,886 here at the Marriott Center. Back in the day, the first time that BYU and Northwestern State played was in 1949 in an NAIA tournament that uh, the Demons won over BYU. And in that game, uh, a fellow named Johnny McConathy uh, helped the Demons to the victory. And his son, Mike McConathy, is the head coach of Northwestern State. And he spoke with our intern, Lindsey, Lindsey Peterson, a few moments ago. And we got his thoughts on tonight's game, in which uh, the Demons fall to BYU by a score of 82-57. to 57. Well, I thought that uh, Coach Rose's team really executed. They ran the four well. I felt like that they just, you know, did their thing. And, you know, we hung close at 2019. And then they went on like an 8-0 run and then a 10-0 run. And when a team like that gets out ahead, it's very difficult to uh, make make any ground up um, I just felt like that defensively we didn't we there were stretches in the game in the first half where we created a little bit of chaos I mean they did have 15 turnovers and most of them were in the first half and then we went to a zone trap and they turned it over a few times but we never capitalized on anything so they end up with 15 points off of turnovers I mean they have we have 15 turnovers they have 15 they end up scoring 10 points off of off of it's the turnovers and you know we scored nine so I guess at least we did something there but you know they stepped up made their free throws and I mean you know we just didn't have an answer for um, you know the whole group 
you know, I would say they played extremely well. The ball moved. It didn't stick is a term I always talk about. It just kept moving. They do such a great job with that. And it's, it's really impressive. It's fun to watch. I always watch them play at home, and I enjoy watching them play because that ball never sticks. And they're very, very unselfish and well-coached. And they're just, it's its enjoyable to watch. And, you know, obviously the fans here love it. You know, it's just not much fun when you're on the other side. Right. Um, and how is it to come here to Provo and play in this sort of environment in this arena? Well, we, you know, we're unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, have to go play these games where they give checks to the school for the poor. And that's who we are, you know. So you don't do that, write that down. But anyway, I'm picking at you. But anyway, we have to go play guarantee games. My theory is that you always want to go try to play places where they love basketball. Because that's, you know, don't mean to covet it, but you'd love to have a little of it at your house. And so when they get to see this, it's good for our kids. You know, unfortunately for us, that there's not enough of our people that ever go to a game in these venues to really see what it's like to be. You know, we've got some really loyal fans, but we could have so many more if they saw the energy, the excitement, the music, everything that y'all do. It's a, it's a whole concept. It's a whole, you know, I used to be a Juco coach, and that's what we tried to create in a small environment. You know, so, you know, but when you get to school and you got a lot of different things going on, y'all have got a great population base. Where we live, we're in 20,000 people in town, small. We, you know, a bunch of people have to support every program. But that's fun to come see places that love their team, they love their coaches, they're passionate about it. The other thing I would say, I don't know, I don't ever hear the people, but I'm sure they were working me over pretty good up there in the stands. But but the one thing that impressed me really good was somebody when we went by, hey, good luck to y'all the rest of the way. Well, see, that's, that's important to me uh, because that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to have, you know, be passionate, but at the same time be loving and caring for everybody. And I, some gentlemen said that over there, and my, all my kids, I watched their face when they went out, and it was really encouraging because they understood that that person was saying something positive rather than, you know, saying you're sorry or whatever. So I, I appreciate that because those are young men just like if it was my children or if it was your brother or your sister, you wouldn't want somebody. And y'all, my hat's off to y'all about your sportsmanship and, and uh, competitiveness, but then understanding it's more than about life. And Yoli Child is prepped to have a pretty big season. How do you feel like you guys guarded him today? Well, I mean, I felt like at times that we did some good things, but at other times he just did whatever he wanted to do. You know, we didn't have our big guy guarding him. We had another guy guarding him because we didn't want to get him in foul trouble. But I felt like there were some things that he did that were really, really good because he just powered up and went over and, and did some nice go. And he had, he had pop. You know, I didn't feel like we had any pop. You know, he had his pop to go make the plays he needed to. But, you know, there again, he gets it. Somebody back cuts. He lays the ball off. They get a layup on the backside. Just his general game of understanding the game, to me, makes him really special because he's a cerebral player as well as a great athletic player. Um, and obviously not the outcome you wanted tonight, but what are some strengths you think your team had tonight? Uh, you know, I mean, I did see the two guys, uh, Ishmael Lane and Larry, well, actually three, Ishmael Lane, Larry Owens, and John Norvell. You know, they kept competing. Our little point guard, C.J. Jones, continued to compete. Um, you know, but, you know, they were able to make some shots and get there. We did one positive. We were we, When we got to the line, we were 11 for 15. You know, which that was a real positive thing. That's something that we didn't do. Right, we hadn't done well 
uh, last year. You know, rebounding-wise, we didn't do great. Of course, these new stat sheets drive me crazy. Uh, you know, we get re- beat on the boards by nine, but it was a lot more during the stretch of the game. The last probably uh, six minutes we kind of made up there. But, you know, I, I felt like that about 40% of our kids got it. And some of our other kids have got to grow and improve and understand that we've got to do a lot of extra things to get better. Well, good luck this season. Thank you. All right, that is Coach Mike McConathy of Northwestern State. Our thanks to Coach McConathy and intern Lindsey. That's Lindsey Peterson for getting those postgame comments and our appreciation to him for sharing them. Good stuff from Coach McConathy. Very uh, affable gentleman and wish his team the best as they carry on this year as they fall tonight to BYU 82-257. That'll do it for tonight. Our thanks to Lindsey and everyone else who made tonight's broadcast possible. We thank Cougar Nation for listening wherever you were or are this evening, online, uh, on an app, uh, over the air, via satellite. Thanks for tuning in. At BYU Radio, Nathan Israelson, Terry South, Sean Fay, Sean O'Neill, Don Shaline. Intern, who was interning tonight at BYU Radio? Intern Sterling. Sterling Richards is over there. So thanks to the crew across the street over there at BYU Radio. Courtside, we had our statistician, Russ Larson, my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant. Our thanks to Coach Rose for pre- and post-game comments. Dalton Nixon, too, for being our courtside guest on the Sport Court courtside interview. And Kyle Chilton, Jenny Wheeler, the BYU basketball media relations staff for their assistance as well. That'll do it. Final score, 82-57. BYU over Northwestern State as the Cougars improve to 2-1 and one on the year. And welcome in Oral Roberts on Thursday evening. So... That is our final, and the next game will have a 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock tip Thursday, BYU and the Golden Eagles of ORU. My name is Greg Rubel, thanking you for tuning in, saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.